So here we are back, episode four now. Jesus Christ, this has taken us forever to get recording again, and fuck knows how many problems we're going to have along the way. But we've tried like three different kinds of recording software. We've tried to get better quality. We tried to record it last week, and we even had a guest on. Um, Amber was good enough to be our guest, but that went tits up or breasts vertical, we'll say. So um, I don't even know if we'll be able to use any of the interview for that in a future one, but she is probably willing to come on again. So I just want to say a big thank you to Amber for putting up with the shit I was trying to get it working last week. But we're back now. We've got a new recording software called Order City. I think this is going to be the one for us. And I'm going to stop blabbering now. I'm going to let Scott and Craig speak. So go, lads. You guys got to also, also tell them that we've got a new guest today. He comes all the way from your city, Halifax. No it's not my stuff. city. What? It's not my city. Well, anyway, it's where you live now, right? It's where I live, but like you know, I might live here, but my heart will always be in Liverpool. You're you're adopted home. Okay, yeah, how's fair, that? Fair enough. Yeah, I'm just a little touchy because like even the, the the music project that I do back home, like even now, like that's gone from just being like a, a British like rock band to. British slash Canadian rock band simply because of where I live and it's just a bit annoying so but the guest that we got tonight is still pretty big I mean he he works behind the scenes he keeps the shitmobile running he keeps the the the, the Cyrus is a dick Corvette running have you mentioned what show he's you're talking about I'm getting to that point mate it is the trailer park boys everybody should know it by now so I'm kind of excited to get to talk to him I don't know if he does have anything to do with Cyrus's car? He might, but I don't know if he does. Fuck six. Anyway, he works, run. I know, but he works. He works on the shitmobile. No, but might be libelous. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll appreciate I'm giving him more jobs than he's doing. Well, man. we're gonna find out anyway when we have him on. Um, Craig, do you want to speak, mate? Yeah, how's everyone doing? Great year, another podcast. Yeah, done. Uh, as enthusiastic as ever. That's what I'm saying. Lots of excitement on that part tonight. Right. This is like a good show. You know what? We're going to fucking bring him in now because I was going to do like intro and talk about how our week has gone, but we'll do all that when Kirk's on with us because I can't fucking be bothered. So I think he's in. Kirk? How you doing? How's it going, buddy? I'm good. Good, man. Welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Trying to make it sound all professional, Scott, and it's really not. Well, you know, it's still, it's his first time on the show. It's our first real guest because everything else we got fucked up last week. So uh, let's cross our fingers on this one, man. Oh, yeah. Jesus. We've had such a, such a hell, hell of a time trying to get this damn thing working, like literally all week. All since last, last week we tried to record an episode four and it just wouldn't happen. We kept losing people off Skype, but oh, Jesus. I'm just, I'm just glad we're recording again. That's good. So, so how's so what's going on tonight? Uh, uh, not much in the States, man. Just relaxing, doing this thing, and uh, having a beer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just chilling at home. The, the wife's gone to bed, and the, the baby's in bed. So, yeah. Craig, what are you doing? Just chilling. I was on GTA before. Oh, fuck off with the GTA. I had microphone problems, and I'm now just on my bed. 
What, you're lying on your bed? Yeah. That sounds really seedy. Shame, shame. Yeah, lying on your bed just talking to us boys. Yeah. Have you got, have you, are you wearing a shirt? You're not touching yeah. the top or nothing, right, Craig? Wearing a top, yeah. No, the reason why I ask, I know that sounds a bit gay, guys, but the reason why I'm asking that is because usually he does sit in his bedroom with no top on. You know, he'd rather be doing that than talking to us on, on the show. Man. Oh, no doubt. So, Kirk, where exactly are you at the moment? I'm in Trenton, at my mother's now. I'm hopeless when it comes to, like, geography, so where, where exactly is that, Nova Scotia? Um... Just outside of Glasgow. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Probably two hours to Mount Oh, okay, cool. And you say that you you usually frequent the city quite often, do you? A couple of times a week, did you say? Oh, yeah, usually, yeah. Nice. So what what, what brings you... Not too much down here, so you have to go to the city. Yeah, of course, yeah. So what, what why are you usually in the city? Is it for work, or...? Oh, no, just usually, uh, Frigga, we... Always, always doing something. You got to pick up parts, or you know, there's all, all the big parts suppliers are there. Or if you need anything, you have to go to the city. Yeah, true. You know, it's you wait days and days and days to get stuff here. It's easier just to pick up and and go to them and then sit here and fuck around waiting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want something doing good, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, you just got to get up and go. You can't, you can't just sit there and daydream. Yeah. Plus, just, plus, just save on delivery charges and all that. I'm sure when yeah. you go pick up the shit. Yeah, well, if it's, why is it overnight if it's only an hour away? That's what that's what gets me. Right, good. That's a good uh, good thought, man. Yeah. So tell us about yourself, Kirk. I mean, we talked to you on Twitter. We talked to you. We messaged you on uh, Facebook a couple times. You know, again, we're excited to have you on. You're our first real guest, honestly. Well, friggin', just a guy. I uh, I lived most of my life in in Glasgow. I. I uh, when I was young, we lived in Lower Sackville, just outside of Beaver Bank, actually. Well, I actually lived in the in the uh, trailer court where they first filmed the first three seasons of the Trailer Park Boys, and then I think I was 11, and we moved into Glasgow, and I've been here ever since. That's crazy. I, I remember you telling me that you were in one of those first parks. So was it the actual original park? Was it the very first one of yours? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Woodbine. It's called Woodbine Trailer Court. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've, I think we took a drive around there once when I first came, when I first got into the show. I think my yeah, wife took work. yeah she took me to a couple of them and I think that was one of them and um, it just knew when I was driving around that it was what you could just tell that it was one that was used in the show. It was, it was really cool just to see you know it was nice. So while living in the park and 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 getting the see firsthand how things are filmed and all that, how crazy was the show actually? You know to be. The witness, I should say. Well, I only started with them on season eight, but I've been watching them right since. I've been watching them right since day one. So, like, uh, it's pretty awesome watching them film. Like, they you. It's a. It's staggering the amount of work that that actually goes into it, and to make it look so trashy, it's actually like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I I, f- I filmed a day with them on um, when they were doing the f- the third movie. In, uh, it was in Halifax and it was the scene where they're supposed to be in Montreal and it was a night shoot and it was, we were there all night but there was like maybe five minutes of it got used in the film so it's crazy just the amount of effort he put in just for five minutes and yeah, like just to give even like one shot yeah yeah know. and the entire strip that they were filming in it was supposed to be Montreal so every all the signs were changed to French signs and it yeah no it's been a blast like it's it's they're they're amazing people like 
Yeah. There's, you know, it's, it's, it really is a family deal. Like I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that I even got up to be a part of it. Well, it's crazy. And just, just even just being like, it's more because you are a fan of the show and then yeah. just to, for them to literally take you under their wing and just be like, well, you know, join, come join us, bud. You know, like you, you're part of the crew, you're part of the team now, you know, and, and they rely on you as well for things. Like that's, that's amazing. That must feel really good. Oh yeah, it's it, you know it, it feels good to have somebody that actually believes in you. You know, like yeah, yeah. So how did you first become involved with them? How did you guys first meet? You know, did they just roll the shitty car up, man? And no, I was actually uh, they were somebody told me that they were shooting season eight in Truro, and I said, oh, that'd be kind of neat. I'd like to go over and, and check that out. So we were. We were over there. We were watching them for a little bit, and they they had to keep jumping the car. It was it, the car wasn't charging, and I was like, I can fix that. And they were like, Oh yeah, we got a guy, and you know he's gonna come and fix it all. And I was like, Well, I can fix it right here. So I did, and then they were like, Well, can you fix this? And I was like, Yep, can you fix that? Yep. <laughs> That's and it crazy. Just, it just spitballed. <laughs> well, like I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys are on SquareNet or not, but Chipper, like he's the the main cameraman yeah, yeah. His, his car broke down on the mckay bridge and like i'm two hours away and i was their first call so i said get it towed off the bridge i'm on my way so wow that's insane man being involved with that show do you get the are you on the set constantly when they're filming just in case something fucks up uh i was for eight and nine but i wasn't not so much for ten like before when they had were getting set up to shoot for season 10 like i knew the car had needed a bunch of work so i had just went to the city where their warehouse is and you know i i put i probably have 100 hours into that car just welding and cutting and bracing and just you know it was just and it never ends is that is it the same car from from day one is it the same one no it's not oh okay no, this is the second. This is the second shipmobile. Oh, only the second! Wow. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the only car that's original on the series is uh, Cyrus's vet because that's a rental. Do you work at that? Wow. No, no, that's uh, the rental. Rented cars are they have their own carriers just for the trailer park boy stuff. Like, like I worked on the bus, and you know, like when uh, when you see Julian's car is at the hotel and it's all up on blocks. Like I, I took all the tires off it and took all the doors and the hood. And, like that was me that stripped that car. <laughs> nice. It's great. It really, I just, I can't, I can't even express how much a joy it is to work with them or to just even have a piece of a part of something like that. And I think you know, it's nice as well because, like, I can genuinely tell you're a nice guy as well, and, that, and that's what's really nice because you're really humble about it, and you can yeah. just tell it. You just love doing it. And that's that, that. That to me is just fantastic. Oh, I'd leave right now. If they called right now. I would leave right now. You know, yeah. Pouring rain and and you know nine thirty at night. I I'd be in the truck. So <laughs> and see and see, just like we we're talking about how the boys are all humble and all that, and they appreciate their fans, and you know they're they're great people, and it just trickles down into the set and the and the and the people you don't see, you know, behind the camera. You fit perfectly in with them just the way you are, you know, I mean, Dick will do, man, you know, you don't really know us, you know, except from Twitter and all that, and feel like I've talked to you forever, man. Craig, have you got any questions for Kay, Craig, because we know you like the show. Um, just wake yourself up first, mate. In case you hang out with them. Oh, yeah, pretty good. 
Yeah, we were at the uh, the after party and when for was it eight or nine? I can't remember. It was season eight or season nine. The after party there. I think that we drank everything in the bar except for the red beer on draft. <laughs> like it, they were like, you got you got to go. There's there's nothing left. So it's time to, it's time to close. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, when they were in Chicago for the Swear Net premiere. They. Uh, Afterwards, they invited like six of us to go hang out with them at the Kingston Mines Blues Bar in Chicago. And uh, Rob Wells got so fucking hammered that he was actually tripping and falling over things, man. And now they're no longer allowed at that bar because of that. (laughs) (laughs) And then like Pat Roach, he like jumps out of the taxi because he rode up there with us and that. And uh, he goes up and there's like a $20 cover charge. And, and Pat tried to just walk in the door, and this big dude just stopped him. And he's like, "Yo, who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Pat Roach. I'm Randy from the Trailer Park Boys." And the dude's like, "Who the fuck is that?" You know. So and, and, and Randy was trying to explain his whole character, you know. And the dude still made him pay, you know. But you know, just just watching their faces when he got turned down and all that, and the boys were already inside. They didn't even wait for. For Pat to come in, man, they just did their own thing. But, but yeah, great guys, man. I love how they hardly ever kick out a character ever. Oh no, they, do you know who's the best at doing that? Um, John Dunsworth. I was in the airport with him once because we we were on the same flight and we were waiting in the line to, to go through and get our bags and stuff. And there's like big line of people, and he's acting drunk. He was he was acting like Mister Leahy. And he's in the blink like, of an eye. Oh yeah, yeah, and he and obviously there's there's a lot of people there that knew who he was, but there's obviously some people there because you're in an airport, people are flying from all over the world. There's obviously people there that didn't know who he was, and he's just fa- falling into those, you know, those uh, those those posts that are like, you know, they're like the divides to separate the lines. He was like, right. he was like bumping into those, and they were like falling and stuff, and he was just acting drunk. And I was like, oh my god, like. Well, I know when they were anytime they're shooting, and like the kid, the kids come to, and they're after they want to see Bubbles and they want to see Mister Lady, you know, like they they want to see everybody else, but that, that those are the people that they're after, and like Lady always has, John always has a, a a deck of cards in his pocket, and whenever they're not filming, he's over greeting the kids, and for hours could do infinite amount of card tricks for the kids just to keep them occupied. Really. <laughs> Yep, yeah, like it, it's just you know, okay, cut, and he's over to the side. He's he's you know, talking to the kids, taking photos, you know, playing cards, just just having a good time. Like they enjoy every bit of it. it it's astounding. I can't kind of sad that they don't film in Dartmouth anymore because obviously that's where I'm living now, and uh, not that Toronto is too far away, but it was it was nice when they were just you know they were just down the road really. Yeah, we, I, I literally just live right around the corner from where the, you know, the train convention centre is, season seven. Yeah. Yeah, Cole Harbour Place, that's obviously where that was filmed. I live like just around the corner from there. And I know when my dad comes over next next week, he's got, he wants me to, he loves the show as well, and he wants me to take him around and show him where all these locations are, so that'll probably be the first stop, I'll just pull into there and show him. He gets starstruck really easy, even off just seeing this, like a you know a scene or something from from a show. He's just like, oh wow, <laughs> it's funny to watch. Well, you'll have to start. You'll have to go through all the parks though. Take him, start off in Woodbine and then into Dartmouth and then come into Bywell. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's what I want to do, definitely. Yeah. 
Oh, he's, so like, he'd love that. he's into the show. He'd love that every minute of that. Oh yeah, he, he even the the meat stores just up, just up the road. The the Chris Brothers meat stores changed names yeah. now, but that's just around the corner as well. And enjoy the trail parks everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere you turn, you know, there's some they film somewhere. Like we're all going to be together in May, the three of us, you know, because Craig's there every every May all month long, and I'm flying there for the first time. So, Kirk, you gotta definitely hang out with us once. And, and oh, great, yeah. Yeah, you know, definitely. Nope. Then we're going to be doing some live video stuff and just craziness. And, you yeah, know, me and Gavin, we're gonna hook up and go for supper, but we just never lined it up yet. So, yeah. We'll get it all lined up, and sounds good to me. Yeah. Any excuse to drink beer. <laughs> definitely. As a fan, what's like your favorite season? I'd have to say all the Swayze Express stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Right on the you know. Yeah, Frig. I'd have to say, you know, like they were out in the woods and, you know, they had George Canyon and, you know, it was just a. Uh, th- th- that season was all over the place. Yeah. yeah that's your yeah. favourite as well, isn't it, Craig? Yeah. See, season six, season six is quite good as well. But yeah. Season seven. There's, one, there's, there's actually a point I was going to ask you, Kirk. There's a point in, se- in season seven where, you know, where Ray and Bubbles are at that that like truck stop restaurant thing yeah where the hell is that i think that's i i don't know where it is but i think it's the restaurant that's on Foley mountain there there's a restaurant on the side of Foley mountain and i think they just changed the signage a little yeah, bit yeah yeah it looks exactly the same yeah i think you're right that's that's what i was thinking there's also there's a, there's a spot in the valley that looks like that as well but i think that might have been a bit too far because it seemed to have stuck quite like you know like all the u.s stuff was filmed like in dartmouth so i figured that that probably would be the same yeah, yeah. Hot hamburger sandwiches equals hot. Pull the fuck over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I think for me, season four is my favorite. I think it introduced me to the Green Bastard. It introduced me to my favorite character. Well, one of them is Conky. Yeah. You know that that was just pure genius. I think I think season, season four I think was a turning point because it, it, it kind of just went crazy from then on like the first two seasons are really like if you just turned it on you almost wouldn't know if it was a real documentary or not like if they were real criminals that the camera crew was following around but then like as soon as midway through season three and then definitely season four onwards it just gets fucked <laughs> it's just crazy from <laughs> then on i think what's so funny about it is that they know they're being filmed it's part of the the thing yeah. And they still go do their drug deals. It doesn't yeah. matter how many cameras are there. They're going to buy, you know, however much dope they can from however many dirty cops they can find. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And the, the show the show gives you so much memorable scenes. I think this is going to be a pretty good season with, you know, with all the guest stars they have and all the story, you know. like and it, uh, What I put together yeah. from what I see, it's hard to... It's hard to it's hard to pull all the stories together when you're watching them shoot because they shoot them all out of context. Like they're okay, we're gonna do three inside scenes, but it could be, you know, a scene from day one, a scene from day three, and a scene from day nine. Yeah. And then yeah. go outside and they'll do the same thing. So it's you know you're hearing the lines and you're seeing what they're doing, but it's really hard to put the story together because you know it's so many different broken pieces. Yeah. Now they're bringing in Snoop Dogg, Tom Arnold. I heard yeah. Emmanuel Lewis might be in there. Man, they're getting bigger and bigger. 
And where, where do you think where do you think it's going to go after this? Because of obviously the, the film tax credit thing. Do you think it's going to affect Trailer Park, or do you think they're going to be okay? I th- I hope they can hold their own, but you know, that's you, you can never tell. Yeah. I, I I hope after this election that some of this stuff gets, you know, it's it's hard to believe. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy the way it's gone. It really is. It's such a shame as well. It's lovely to see everyone pull together, but it's um, you know like that rally. I didn't go to the rally, but the, oh yeah, I did. I was going to, but I had to work. I couldn't get I couldn't get the day off, but I did try. But I, yeah, I, I seen the um, the coverage of it and stuff, and it was just really nice to see everyone pull together. Yeah, no, that was great. That was it was a great day. I think John Dunsworth gave a great speech you know about this whole thing you know because i'm not there i don't really understand this whole tax tax issue going on over there yeah it's confusing i, I think i understand it to a certain extent but it is it does confuse me and at, at first i was like what the hell is this tax credit thing i had to look it up and people had to tell me because i didn't understand what it was well about. a lot of it is a lot of it is is more so wages like if they hire local they get they get money back for hiring locals that's what the but you know the money. I don't understand why they think the money's not coming back to here because the people are staying here, the people are working here, the people are eating here. You know they're they're buying homes, they're you know they're paying car insurance, they're making yeah. car payments. Like how is the money not coming back to here? And it's most definitely a lot of the money's most definitely already left because people have already sold up and moved to different provinces now to find work because there's nothing here. So it's the province has already lost money because of it. I don't, think they, I don't think they actually did their homework. No, they didn't. No, they they were pretty short sighted when they were short sighted when they when they put this together. I think it was an uneducated decision, definitely. Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't another big prominent show there in Nova Scotia? Wasn't a Haven? And then that's on. Yeah. So is that all because of the tax uh, issue too? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, uh, um, this hour has twenty two minutes too. They they. Uh, they left for a little bit, like, and did some shooting in Toronto somewhere, I think. But now I see that they're starting to do a little bit of stuff back here again. So I'm not sure. Wow. I, I don't really know, right? It's hard to. It, there's. It's such a mess that you can't even keep track of who's going where and what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Another show I like is Mr. D, and and at this stage, no one knows what's what's going to happen. They just finished season five, so I don't know if they're going to be coming back for season six. I've no idea. There's a lot of people, you know. I mean, like I don't depend on, I don't depend on the NS films. Like to me, it's a hobby. To me, like it's a great hobby. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I have other work and I have other needs, so it's hard to see all these people that are that are put everything into it and and are left with nothing. Well, what else? I, I mean, do you own your own shop? Do you work at a shop? Yeah. No, I just I, I work for uh, uh, Chrissy Snow Removal. I I, I drive snowplow in the winter and. You know, I have my own shop. I work on, on you know, trucks, tractors, excavators, lobster boats. It doesn't matter. If it's broken, I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You must be really busy come the winter time then. Oh, Fred, once it starts snowing, I'm, I I don't get out of the truck. It depresses like I've had, me. I've had 36, 38 hours plowing steady, like just stop, go over, have a couple minutes sleep, you know, and, and go again. That is insane. Oh, it's unreal. When it starts snowing down here, people don't realize that it's like, we have the, the needs convenience contract here, and, and they want you there every 40 minutes. And that's really hard when there's 13 stores. You can't physically do that route no, to be back no, no, in that 40 minutes. Yeah, that's you know impossible. what I mean? So it, it's, it, it does get ahead of you really fast. Yeah, 
Yeah. You gotta, you can't, if, if you're, if it's snowing and you're not in the truck, you're not going to make it. Oh my God. Never ending. No, it never ends when it snows. It's just, that's no snow shit. <laughs> See, but, See, being outside of uh, Chicago here, man, we get a lot of uh, snow off the lake, you know, Lake Michigan and all that. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't really snow as bad as it used to here, you know. And then I see the stuff on your guys' videos, and I'm like, holy fuck. You, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. I think we were up to about 16 or 17 foot snowbanks here at the end of it. After the last couple big storms, it was there was nowhere to put anything. Everything was getting hauled away. Yeah, there was nowhere. No, yeah. And of course, a lot of that rain we got as well. It was it was ice rain. So the, the second it hit, it was ice straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and that gets heavy. So Kirk's a busy guy here. You, you know, I, I mean, it is the weekend. You know, and all that, and I hate to wrap things up, but. We don't want to bore you, and uh, we want you to come back. And uh, again, when we come up there in May, we got to go all hang out. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, that's what I was. Definitely. I was saying that to, to Kirk the other day. We we were chatting away there, and I said, you know, when when you guys come down, we'll all get together and we'll re record something when we get together as well, because that'll be nice. Oh, that'd be great too. And Craig can actually speak next time. How's that, Craig? Yeah. We do appreciate you being on with us, man. And it's very cool to learn about you and, yeah, and actually uh, hear a voice be behind the, the Twitters and the Facebook messaging and all that. And, and thanks like so said, much as well for talking to us about Trailer Park because I don't know whether it gets a little bit boring talking about it because obviously you must get questions about it a lot, but um, we really appreciate you coming on to talk to us about it. I love it. I love talking anything about it. I eat, sleep, and breathe Trailer Park. Awesome, man. So, yeah. again, thanks a lot, man, and uh, we appreciate Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah. Cheese, Kirk. Hey, thanks a lot. You have a great night. Yeah. Keep the classy, keep the trailer park. <laughs> uh, always. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, that was good. And the best thing of it was we didn't lose we didn't lose anyone. So, uh, we asked people via the email if they had any questions to ask any of us. So, we've got a, actually got a question here for Craig. Uh, from Robin, who's from Colorado. So I'm going to play that question now, Craig, and you can answer away. So here we go. Hey, fellows of Major's Mess Hall. This is Robin. Have a question for Craig. Um, Two-part question. First, Craig, what is the most exciting thing you've done in your life? Number two, what would you love to do? That would be a freaking adrenaline rush, regardless of price, place, whatever. Just curious. There you go. First question, traveling every year. No, she wants you to name like one. She wants you to name <clears throat> one exciting, the most exciting thing you've ever done. You can't say traveling every year. What's the most exciting thing you've ever done? Travel. No, yeah, but what, what, you've got to pick one thing. You can't just say traveling. You've got to pick one thing. Think, um, of, think of all the things you've done in your life, all the wonderful things you've done, the people you've met. Uh, Probably when I first went to America. Oh yeah, when you came to visit me. Yeah. Yeah, that was in two thousand and nine. Wasn't two thousand and nine? Oh no, wait. six. I think it was six. Yeah. Just turn it upside down. So that was your first trip by yourself. To America. Yeah. Were you nervous? Scared? No. Uh, quite excited actually. You know, cool. you know, if we ever like made it and like 
for some for what for whatever reason, for whatever insane reason, people actually decided to listen to this shit, and actually we actually like got a following, and then we started doing radio interviews individually. So you know, like Scott goes off to fucking Bangladesh and starts giving interviews in Bangladesh, and then you know I don't know. Um, you know, Liverpool, where you are, Craig, they want to have you in Radio City Tower, and you go in and they interview you. So like, okay, Craig, so we've got Craig on the line, he's from Majors Mess Hall. Craig, we've got some questions for you. And then you start answering questions, and you're like, yeah, yeah, well, oh, I was quite excited, actually. I mean, come on, give the answers. Hello? Yeah. yeah. So the second part of that question was what's one thing you'd love to do? Like, what a big adrenaline rush. One thing you'd love to do. Like, one thing I'd have to, like, push myself to do it. Right. What's that? Yeah. Parachute. Skydiving. Oh, yeah. That is pretty intense. Well, you can actually do that here, you know. Hey, I've been skydiving a lot. And, Craig, when I go there in May, me and you up in the air, Gavin operating the controls on the bottom. We do a podcast while we're falling to the earth. What do you think? I have to have a hard think about it. No, 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 no. You don't think about it. You just gotta do the damn thing. That'd be funny. You and you and you two strapped together, like basically Scott strapped to your back. Actually, you can be strapped to Scott's back because your back's quite hairy. So that'll be a bit of an issue for Scott. Wouldn't want to like a fair ball when he gets off. I mean, we don't lose the fucking stuff. We could wear wireless mics, do the podcast while we're falling. Come on, Craig. What to say? Well, I, I tell you what, it will be a video podcast because I'll be videoing it from the ground. And I could bring a camera from up in the air. Yeah. And we'll just edit it all together. Uh, you know what we should do? We should do a world record attempt. So, like... We'll, we'll we'll try and if we can do the recording while we're up there because I don't know what the, whether they'd let you do that but if they could then we'll record a podcast so it'll probably be the first free fall podcast ever so there's a record there but why don't we make it the free the, the first free fall podcast eating cake so basically you're falling out of a, you're falling out of a plane and not only are you recording a pod, podcast but you're also eating a piece of Battenberg or something as you're falling or like a cream cake they're a little messy it doesn't matter, it's called the mess hall, so let's right, right, let's right. utilise it. Craig, what do you reckon? I think it's a stupid idea, it's just bungee jump, whatever. Bungee jump? You can't bungee jump. Parachute down, whatever. Yeah, but you can't, well, there's a bit Parachute. of a difference, because if you bungee jump out of a plane, you're going to come right back up and your head's going to go straight through the fucking, the engine on the side, and you won't have a head left. So you can't bungee you, jump out of a plane. You can't eat your cake bungee jumping out of an airplane, man. When you said... The most exciting thing you've ever done was going to America. I actually thought you were going to say it was going around the strip clubs with Tommy. No. I thought you said that was exciting. Yeah. That's How it. much is a the dance there? Well, the cheapest one is usually like ten pounds, but if you go to like that one where ten your friend fucking hell. If that was twenty quid. She must have a face look like a smacked ours if it's only ten pound. What is that? Like ten pounds is like ten bucks, or? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, you know it's. Ten pounds for a dance. That's it. Mhm. Wow, that must be one bulldog chewing on a wasp. <laughs> Looking at that. So when you go in, you get these dancers. If you if you pay for a private room, you were telling me that you you get to touch them a little bit. Yeah. How does that work? What do you mean? 
Well, right. so you're sitting down in the chair. Like, I'm just trying to paint a picture, which I really don't want to do, but you're sitting down in a chair and the girl's like standing over you doing a dancing and you're allowed to touch. Where can you touch? The legs. The bottom. That's, you about, are. It. That's about it, really, I think. That's it. Do you hold, do you hold yeah. a conversation with them? He doesn't even hold a conversation with us, never mind a fucking stripper. Yeah, but we're not touching them and we're not dancing for Yeah, we'll fucking won't be excited. touching them either. You can do what you want when you come down in May, but I won't be touching them. What, what's Craig talk about in the VIP room? I don't go on my own. I went with a friend the first time. That's even worse, going with a mate, I think. You're basically what? both sitting there with erections. Like, that, does that not, is that not weird, sitting there with your friend and you both, you both, like, both of your members are standing tall? You're talking, you're at least talking to one girl and talking to the other. We're not really looking at each other. I know, but he's there. Get yourself a girlfriend. Club exclusive. You went to club exclusive when I told you to go there on Wood Street there. Met my yeah. friend Kate Wood Louise. Street. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The strip club's on it. The street's called Wood Street. Yeah. Wood Street in a strip. That's an appropriate name, isn't it? Got it wood. is. Got Wood. Yeah. Anyway, go on. You were saying... So you met, you met Kate Louise. I told her you were coming. You met her. Told her he was what? Oh, oh I better take that back too. Go I on. told him... I told her that my mate was going to arrive pretty soon. And, and uh, did you have a conversation with her? Did she give you a dance? How was she? How she looked? I mean, after all, man, I know how she looks, but, you know, did she take care of you? First of all, before you answer that, sit down, Scott, because you're walking around, you're all excited, you, your headphones are smacking into the mic, you're making all kinds of sound. What, dude? I just when I talk about strip bars, man. Yeah, I know. You've okay. got to stand up to uh, keep the wolf from the door, so to speak. Craig, answer the question, mate. Oh, she spoke about Scott. <clears throat> Fucking hell, going to a strip club and talking about him. I mean, what a waste. Did you have to pay for that? Yeah. I know that is something you want to charge for. If someone said to me, tell me about Scott Powers, I'd say, £10, please. <laughs> okay so anyway we'll go into the next section of the show before we wrap things up because I want to I want to be a little bit consistent with this now grind my gears so I want to know what grinds your gears boys now I'm going to tell you what grinds my gears to give you guys a chance to think about what grinds your gears what grinds my gears is people that aren't from England calling other people mate I'm not looking at anyone in particular when I say that no no you're looking at me <laughs> Fine, no. Man. no, no, I'm just joking. That's that, That's not my grandma gears. I just wanted a little dig at you. What grinds my gears is dentists, and more more particular dentists in this country, and actually this is a lot of places. Maybe it's like um, doctors' offices as well do it, and other places like that, and like um, uh, eye places and stuff. You, you make an appointment, so you agree that let's say it's a. Uh, Saturday the 17th of September or whatever that's that's when your appointment is okay great yeah at three o'clock okay yeah great it's a week before you you've made the appointments a week for a week of that a week later so you you know you've got a week to go before your appointments on 17 three o'clock whatever comes round day before they call you up can't get hold of you so they leave a voice message and um, we're just calling to uh, confirm that you've got an appointment Saturday seventeenth at three o'clock. Can you please call us back to confirm. What the fuck? Are we, I made the appointment. I confirmed it when I called. That's the confirmation there. I don't need to call back. Basically, them saying like, "Can you call us back to confirm?" Is them saying, basically, we think you're a complete fuckwit who can't like 
both hands, you couldn't find your own arse. That's all that is. They just think you're fucking stupid. Alright, so what grinds my gears happened this week? My father had to wait a week for surgery. You know, a week and a half. He has a lung surgery. Gets in there, they remove uh, 32 ounces of blood out of his lungs. Wow. They find like an, another mass. So they close them back up. Because of the American health system that we got, they say, well, you should go home and uh, because we're trying to save hospital rooms. And they send them home, and then they call and they say, hey, we're making a new appointment for you. Now it's November 9th, so they're going to have to cut them back open again. Why didn't they do it when they had them open the first time? Jesus. That's ridiculous. So that, that grinds my gears. So how's he doing now? doing all right you know i mean he, he tries to stay in uh, a good mood he's just happy that now he got that fluid out of his lungs that he could breathe normal yeah if, if breathing out of one lung is normal you know and uh wow. it, it, his lung was filled halfway up so he's only breathing out of a half of one lung jesus well, I'm glad he's doing. I'm glad he's doing better anyway. And I, I was thinking about him last week, so I appreciate that. So, Craig, what grants you guys? Technology. He's got things done way. Hang on, didn't he? Didn't you? Didn't you say technology on episode three? Yes. You can't have the what same. You can't have the same what, thing. What was the question? It wasn't grind your gears, was it? Yeah, it was. It's the yes. same. Qu- something you got to have something different every time. Grind your gear. What grind your gears? Not the same bloody thing. I mean, it's, it obviously really annoys you because you've mentioned it twice now, but you still, you can't have that many. So, well, just have a quick think of something else to grind your gears because... How about having to wait in the airport? Don't help him out, pain. don't help him out. No, you can't have that because he helped you out. Don't help him out because he can't be bothered with any of this, Scott. So if you give, if you help him, he's going to go with you at that. So don't help him. So unfortunately, if that was one of your grind your gears, you can't have it because Scott ruined it for you. Probably... What grinds my gears? Not like not like big, it's not a big thing, like, but it does do me a bit. Is uh, every time we go in the kitchen, my dad just comes out and starts watching me. Kind of already mentioned that as well, mate. Fucking hell, man! I know it's it's already been discussed. We we've talked about your dad. You, you when you make a ham sandwich, your dad stands there. It's all it's all there, mate. People people already know that. They've learned that much about you already. Think of all the things, Craig, that piss you off. Like, remember that time that we were on the bus? That that old guy? You can't, you can't use That's it. That's just one thing. Yeah, but that, that, that grinds your gears big time. Like, yeah, but you kicked off. I mean, that, that really ground your gears down big time. Yeah, but you're not putting the ground your gears, like, all the time. Well, anyone like that. So, if you had to get the bus again, sitting back with anyone that was like that guy would grind your gears, wouldn't it? So, weird people on a bus. I know I'm not supposed to be helping you, but I'm just trying to get your mind working so you know what I'm talking about. But very quickly, while we're on the subject, just explain to Scott and the good people listening about that crazy guy on the bus. Uh, so I was sitting next to some old guy. There was something, there was something wrong with him. He was having a go with this woman, this girl next to me, because she was. I think he had a problem with being on her, on her phone. She was on her phone, and the guy said something like, uh, "Don't you love, don't you love your child, or something like that." And she goes, yeah. You're on, you're on your phone there. It's like you're not paying attention or something like that. I said, no, no, I do love my child and all that. And he just left it. 
had my headphones on, but I didn't have any music on because I was like, you know, I was searching through and all that. And uh, he looked at me, he didn't say anything. I said, like, oh, fucking hell, he's up to something. He looked at, you know, he looked at me again. And uh, he leaned, like, he leaned towards me and like, he, he was whispering, but I could hear him what he said. And he, he said something like, uh, your mother's dead. Your, mother, <laughs> your mother's dead. What? Yeah, what he said. Why would he say some shit like that? Give some Marvin. I would have right now punched him. Even before he came on the bus, I think the guy that was sitting there, sitting in front of him, was kind of pissed off. <laughs> so then what happened? So he said your mother's dead, and then what did you do? I just freaked out on him and said, uh, will you shut the fuck up, you fucking, uh, something, the asshole, or something like that, I think it was. Crazy. Okay, so just wrapping it up a little bit, guys. What what's uh, what have you got planned for the week ahead next week? What's planned, Scott? Uh, tomorrow I got a wrestling show against uh, the weapon of mass seduction. Oh um, yeah, that's this uh, this this guy is a uh, he dresses in women's clothes or something like that. Yeah, and I was told to duct tape my ass up, otherwise I was going to be sore. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm looking forward to that, you know, and Why? not not my not my ass being sore. But I know you just said that the wrong time. Just being a wrestling show, you know, being around all the crowd and all that. Yeah. Promoting promoting the show. Uh, I'll have some new uh, questions for Craig, maybe maybe us. Yeah. You know, I'll have that for us. So uh, yeah, this work wrestling. And being back on the podcast next week. Well, if everything goes well anyway, but yeah, we should definitely be back. Uh, yeah, next week for me is, um, I'm a really big Back to the Future fan, as, as you guys yeah. both know. And um, next week on the 21st of, of uh, October 2015 is the it's called Future Day. And it's called Future Day because it is the date that uh, Marty and Doc travel into the future in Back to the Future Part 2. Um, they go into the future 30 years ahead and it is actually that date so the film's now caught the, basically the film's caught up to modern time now so it's future day and there's a, there's an event on in Truro where they, they film Trailer Park Boys at the moment and um, it's like a Back to the Future type thing that's going on so the DeLorean's going to be there that the kids are out like the time machine and um, there's also going to be a a Muppets puppeteer is going to be there, one of the guys that used to work for the Muppets and he's going to have some of his uh, Muppets there with him and stuff and as you guys both know as well, I also love the Muppets and anything Jim Henson so it's kind of like the perfect opportunity for me to go get a photograph with the car and then obviously see the, uh, meet the guy that does the Muppets and stuff so I'm looking forward to that, that's on Wednesday after work so I'm, uh, I'm geared up for that and then aside from that um, I've got a little bit more recordings to do for Men in Sky and other than that not a hell of a lot apart from work so that's me fixed for the week Craig what about you? Nothing much except <clears throat> I still don't clear the job I didn't get the portage job Yeah you applied for a job didn't you Craig in, uh, in work and never never got the promotion No Well keep trying mate you get something soon Yeah don't give up Yeah and you've always got this to look forward to on the weekends. No, not bothered. Well, 
Okay. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up now. So very quickly, just want to start giving out some of the details. What the fuck was that? That's what I'm saying, man. What was that then? Great. What did you do, man? <laughs> fart. You just farted. He shit up himself. Fucking hell, man. I, honest to God, like, I thought like something was wrong with the line. Jesus Christ. Loud. Fucking loud, oh, mate. Wait till, wait till you oh, hear the playback, mate. It's fucking very loud. Anyway, gonna read out some of the details now. Um, that's, do you know what? That's the most enthusiasm. That's the most enthusiasm you've shown on this podcast today. Is you fucking letting wind out? Jesus. Okay, so the fa- we've created a Facebook page now. So the Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash mess hall podcast. So if you go to that, that is the Facebook page. Just give us a like on there. Um, the Twitter is um, at mess hall podcast. Uh, the email address, Scott, what's the email address? Email address is uh, uh, majorsmesshall at yahoo.com. Yeah, majorsmesshall at yahoo.com. That's the the email address. That just about wraps up episode four. So I want to say a big thank you for Kirk for coming on and talking to us. And thanks to these two fuckers as well for uh, giving some time on their Friday night to talk to me. And uh, I'll thank myself as well, so thank you. And uh, yeah, you guys... Mm -hmm. I'll see you next time. Until then. Bye.